Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbers. After successfully completing their trial on LEP, the group comes together to rest. Tyronicus heads over to the R&D department to see what new contraptions they have whipped up. Viper sends a letter home, Kit visits Twigs, and the party come up with a plan of attack. Deciding to first drop into Brookhaven to help Kit handle Twigs' funeral, before moving on to Opula, in an attempt to lure Lord Figglesbottom into attending the pocket full of dead fish, starring Thomas and Tyronicus, in order to get information on the big yearly meeting for the LLC. I do declare, Yorana is back in session. Oh, crap. Monique looks towards Thomas, Tyronicus, and Richard. I totally just realized my caravan and horses are still on the other side of the continent. Excuse me, is there any way- And before she can finish her sentence, all of you, Thomas, Tyronicus, Richard, Barb, Jessica, Monique, Viper, Kit, and in Kit's arms, Twigs, are shot out through the winding tunnels and begin to beam down towards a small patch of snowy woodland on the outskirts of Brookhaven. Well, okay then. Well, sorry about that, Monique. That's a that's a tough situation, having to leave behind some things. Yeah. I, I know all about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, that's smart. I, I hope they'll be okay. Hopefully that thing doesn't show up again. How did I not think about... I always forget about the horses. Hey, maybe they'll meet up with Tony and Popcorn, and they'll just have a grand old party in the wild or something. Popcorn. Oh, where are those little rascals? That's a great question, to which I am not entirely sure of the answer, dear. Oh. They ran off at some point during our adventures. Right. Here we are. Oh! Ah! And you guys finally make it to the ground from the beam. (coughs) Kit holds twigs, and he says... I gotta get a coffin ready for him somewhere. There might be a mortician in town that, you know, has some nice ones made up. Maybe. I'm 
not to change the subject too quickly, but Barbara, Jessica, are you planning to alter your appearance? Or are you just hoping no one will recognize you? I have a disguise kit, if need be. I could assist in that endeavor. Oh, yeah. Give me just a second. And um, instead of using the hex magic one, she's just going to cast it as a regular first level spell. Okay. How long does it last when you cast it as a spell? As a spell, it lasts an hour. Hmm. Actually, I wouldn't mind taking a look at that disguise kit. Yes, of course. I can change the shape of your ears. I can change the structure of your nose. Things like that. Skin pigmentation? Yes, of course. I have a... Um, how about we don't go down that route? I was going to go, like, for more of a human flesh color versus the green that I Oh, oh, I see. I'm I'm sorry. You see as a, as a former resident of Opula, there were a lot of questionable shows. Uh, understood. Uh, oh, I see. And uh, uh Barbara, I have uh, plenty of colors to change the uh, decor in in your metal. Oh, um no, I I figured I would kind of just take everything off cuz most um I would just wear clothes for fun to make me feel more like um part of society so I could just I could just take the like wig off and just um, look like any other one. Let's just get you an, a new one. So yeah, I mean, it can still look nice. And I mean, she's never been on the East Coast before, so ah, that's true. I think that's we've got true. that going for her. Does anyone know any nice shops with uh, accessories for? Stylizing? Well, there's a very good hat and wig shop, actually. I I would need to get little wraps for when it was really cold, because, you know, my snakes do not like the cold. So uh, they have beanies, they have hats for winter, hats for style, uh, wigs. Come on now, Vapor, why are you being so modest? <laughs> I, I know one of the best places to get just about anything. Hot apothecary. Right, yes, there is hot apothecary, um, if if we would be interested You in... said you knew the owners, didn't you? I do, I do. They're my parents. <clears throat> Your what? What? Oh. Your what? They're <clears throat> my parents. Oh! oh. And <laughs> Jessica has been, like, putting on, like, some foundation from the disguise kit to yeah. make herself pale. And she's like, oh, wow, well, that's just fascinating. I figured your parents would have been, I, I mean, I guess since I met you on the West Coast, you would have been a West Coast gal, but I guess you're an East Coast gal, eh? Yes, uh, I grew up here. Um, I was stationed over there. I mean, I haven't seen them in quite some time. If you gave me like 10 minutes, I could be ready to, to go see them. Yeah, okay. Only if you're comfortable with that, I feel like there's a bit of hesitation. No, 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 no. I, I'm happy to go. I, I just, t- I told my stepmom I'd never get the lip piercing, and here we are, and I just don't know if she's emotionally equipped to see it on me. Alright, I mean, whatever whatever you're comfortable with. And Bob starts to, like, take the wig off. She's like, it's it's really not a big deal. Like, it's just, like... I- it's a great store. I could probably get us some discounts, and it's also my little sister's birthday coming up, so I probably should stop by anyway oh oh well, i mean oh jess do you i mean i don't know how much gold i really have i'm not gonna lie to you oh i got nothing okay so good good <laughs> i um, have no good... belongings yeah okay absolutely nothing perhaps there's a friends and family discount there is oh speaking of which thomas don't we need to go collect our rent <laughs> oh Right you are. <laughs> uh, collect rent or pay rent? Collect rent. Me and <laughs> Tyronicus are landlords. Oh, yeah. You're what now? Landlords? 
I mean, well, landlords is sort of a, a dirty word. It's more and like here. I thought I was the evil one. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we just came to sort of an agreement with Thomas's landlord where he would pay us every month. What? Yeah, so we're actually fighting for the people. We, we've we defeated the evil landlords in our time together. Right. Well, I, I can lead you to Hard Apothecary. I'm sure my stepmom probably has some food already. She always makes way too much in case there are visitors, so. You see, Kit is shivering, and he's like, yeah, this sounds pretty nice. All right, I- I'll lead the way. Okay, Jessica, please give me a stealth check with plus two for using the kit. Okay. Oh, my proficiency is plus four if I assisted her in any way in the kit. Uh, sure. Let's let's make that plus four instead of plus two. That brings it to a twelve. Okay. What uh? What did you change? Like I put on the foundation to like any of my showing skin to make it pale white instead of pale green. And then I also took some of, like, the wax from the kit to, like, change the shape of my nose a bit. Mm -hmm. And then also took some of the wax to, like, change the shape of my ears. Marvelous. And I think that's about all she was able to kind of manage in the time that transpired. Great. Barb, I believe you are now bearing the forge? Yeah, I, uh, Bob is now technically... She feels naked because she is technically naked. But I mean, in terms of like Warforged and, and, you know, the norm is to just bear the forge, I guess, like you said. So I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Great. She's not very comfortable. You can tell it's like she's still kind of hesitant and she's just like, OK, like not covering herself because like it's not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she's just like her hands are together and she's just clearly not as comfy as she would be. Right. Viper, please give me a nature check. I'll give you advantage on it. Right, that is 14. Okay, yeah, you recognize the woods without issue, and you know that Hot Apothecary is probably about an hour's walk northeast. So with that, you begin your trek out of the sparse forest. The limbs are gray and dying, and the snow reaches up to your shins. Viper, the snakes on your head are coiled tightly and moving very slowly. Kit seems to be struggling to move through the snow with his tentacles, but you press on nonetheless. Everyone, please roll a perception check. Oh boy. Uh-oh. What am I perceiving? Woo! Ugh, my rolls are shit today. It's a four for Jessica. <laughs> it's a two for Bob, so same. Great. Oh, no. <laughs> Fourteen. Thirteen. Seventeen for Viper. So Viper, you're actually the only one that notices it. Great. But as you're leading the way through the woods, from a ways ahead of you, you hear the sounds of crackling fire and what seem to be vague moans. Okay, I stop everyone. All right. Um, I think there's someone up ahead. Um, they sound like they might be in pain or ecstasy. Can't really tell. <laughs> I can sneak ahead and check it out and make sure there's no threat to us. If you guys want to hang tight for a second. Sure, sure, yeah. That sounds good to me. Yeah, go for it. Do you need help, Miss Farber? Oh, that's all right, Mr. Harrow. Thank you so much. Um, I'm just going to sneak ahead and try to get a peek and make sure that, you know, there's no threat. Okay, please roll a stealth check for me. What's lovely is my new level 11 ability is whenever you make an ability check that lets you add your proficiency bonus you can treat a d20 roll of nine or lower as a 10 so in that case 
That's a 22. Forgot rogues are broken. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you with ease, you kind of sneak through the snow. You don't even hear the sound of your boots crunching into the snow. As you come upon what looks to be a small camp, but it is wrecked. The hide tent has collapsed. The bonfire is mostly extinguished with soot and ash kicked about while one last log remains lit. You see a chest that seems to have been kicked over with random assortments of goods and jewels spilling out into the snow. There are trails of blood, evidence of a scuffle. You follow that trail to an elven man, doubled over in the snow. His nose is busted and he bears several lacerations. He has gone very, very pale as he moans incoherently, and you see the source of his blood loss. His right hand has been chopped clean off. Is he armed? No, he is not armed. There is an arm missing. (laughs) (laughs) That's so rude. Pay attention, Viper. Is he adorned with weapons? You see a scimitar off in the snow, like basically lodged into the side of the chest as if there was a swing and then it got lodged in and was disarmed at some point. Can I grab it? Yep. All right, I grab it. Okay. Yeah, he kind of notices you through his just very bloodshot eyes going. So he's like not talking. You can go up to him if you wish. I would like to. Okay. With the scimitar. Yep, you go up to him. He's looking at you going. (coughs) He's holding his hand as blood spurts out. I will take out spare cloth and hold it up and say, I will help you if you answer my questions. He is shivering and the blood is continuing to spurt as the color is rapidly draining from his face. And he looks at you and says, Beware. The bear. Oh, good. And then he passes out. Okay. Well, I take some things from my herbs that I have, and I will wrap it up and see if I can stabilize him. I know there's probably not a very good chance for him, but I would like to assist in uh, preventing infection if I can. Okay. Give me a medicine check. Does anybody else think that it's taking Piper a little bit too long to come back and check in with us? Should we go? Should we should we check on something? Yeah, definitely. Let's let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's move. Richard like kind of does a little like army hand signal and moves like runs forward in the snow, uh, crouching. <laughs> and you all come upon Viper bandaging a handless man. Oh my goodness. I found him. He he's passed out. He said beware the bear? Uh, a bear. Yes. Why would a bear chop his hand off? That's what I don't understand. Why sever limbs at all? What kind of monster does that? And you see Kit kind of shrinks away and sits on the log. Oh. I mean, there is a chance that it's not a bear at all and it's a a title of sorts. I mean, Viper, perhaps someone wants to be known as the bear. Do you have a sibling? No. I mean, yes, I do, but not a bear. Hmm. Well, is he dead? Not dead, but dying. I feel sort of obliged to take him into town. I mean, it looks like he was definitely attacked. I don't know what these jewels are from, or if he got them morally correctly, I suppose. Didn't one of you tell me that... Now, not to say that all elves are the same and the same person or anything, 
But didn't one of you say that there was a phylactery or something that was stolen by a mysterious elf figure? I do recall that. Do you remember what he looked like? You guys can roll a history check if you want to try. I don't think I could really see him. I think I'm the only one who actually saw him. Does a 16 work? Here's what I'll tell you. With a 16, while you may not necessarily be able to sketch out the man you saw, you know for a fact that this is not the man you saw. This is definitely not that guy. Okay, well, that's good. All right. Well, the longer we talk about it, the the closer to death this man becomes. So, Is he breathing? He's breathing, but barely. Okay, here we go. And Jessica is <laughs> going to be like... Okay, sir, I don't know if you can hear me, but please, dear sir, read these papers. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica will bring forth some false life fumes into her palm of her hand and hold it to his nostrils, and he will slowly inhale it in, and that roll, he will get seven Temporary hit points. With the false life uh, slowly entering in his shallow breaths, it enters uh, through his nostrils bit by bit. You see, as he breathes more and more in, you see those black veins rise to the surface of the skin as his eyes open and his eyes are like semi-glazed over. And he goes, <laughs> there you go, sir. There you go. Just take a moment. Take a breath. It's all right. You're going to be fine. Sir, what happened here? (sighs) Who are you? Friends, but I need to know what happened. Countrymen, (laughs) lend me your ears. I need to know what happened here. (laughs) Jessica. Sorry, it's been a while. I get excited. The bear. The animal? The man. The man, I thought so. So we're dealing with a man bear. What did he want of you? Oh, what does he want from anyone? Did he Look, take I don't want to owe you anything. Just take whatever you want and leave me be. No need. What did he take from you? My hand. Was there anything on it? You see the hand laying in the snow. Hmm. So he didn't take your hand. It's right over here. Oh my god. Tronic is going to use Maid's hand, pick up the hand, and put it on the guy's chest. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> if you don't mind my asking, did you attempt to steal from him? I mean, oftentimes barbaric men will choose to cut off the hand of a thief. I'm just trying to make sense of it. He stares at you, Viper, and he says, Who are you? We're travelers. I'm just trying to make sense of the situation so I can better help you and also warn the people in town. Just get out of here and forget you saw anything. I'm obliged to take you into town to get medical attention. I will be doing no such thing. Are you a wanted man, sir? Only if you want me. I drop him. Ah! That's fair. You had that coming. Take the chest. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. What? You can take some of it. You gotta leave me with something. We left you that hand on your chest there. That seems kind of (laughs) Oh! Oh, when did this get here? Oh! Sir... I wanted to help you, but I don't want to anymore. So, um, thank you. And Viper will start collecting the chests. Uh, should we at least drop him off at a hospital and leave him there? Yeah, like, this guy's just going to be here with no hand. Like He obviously said he didn't want to be dropped off there. So, like... You know what? Whatever. Just He eyes all of you, and you see he especially looks at Kit, who is probably the biggest of all of you. And with his tentacles, he, like his eyes widen and he sweats a little bit. And he, he goes to wipe his forehead, realizes his hand isn't there, brings up his other hand, <laughs> wipes his forehead and goes, whatever, just take what you want. Just leave me alone. All right. Tronic is getting tired. It's going to snap his finger and cast detect thoughts. Okay. Please roll a d20 for me. And are you casting surface level thoughts or are you probing deeper? I'm going to probe 
as deep as I can. Hey. Okay, he rolls a 17 on the wisdom saving throw. That is exactly the same. Oof. So basically, all you're getting is that he is very nervous. Also, I got a 10 on that roll. Ooh, okay. Give me one second. Viper is just collecting all of the jewels and has turned her back to him. What is your passive perception? 13. Okay, that definitely does not do it. You notice him very slyly try to put his foot over a little, like, notebook in the snow. Nuh-uh-uh. Mine. And she, like, kicks his foot. Hey, hey, hey! And I pick up the book, and I want to read it. Okay, as this happens, Tyronicus, you feel like a burst of energy revitalize you as this chaos magic swirls around you, and you regain your lowest level expended spell slot. Nice. Hey, the only spell slot I just used. <laughs> We're halfway there. And do you think I give a damn about a Grammy? Half of you clerics can't even stomach me, let alone stab me. This, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Okay, bye, Roberta. For sure. We should visit the ladies more often. What's that? Oh. Looks like uh, Roberta left a cassette tape behind. Hmm. The Lucky Die. Is it a mixtape? No, it looks like uh, it's a podcast, see? The Lucky Die is a fantasy world undergoing an apocalypse where the gods are dying, decisions are decided by the roll of a dice, and the fate of the world is in the hands of our four heavily flawed heroes. Sounds interesting. Well, let's see. You see, looking up from the ground, blood-red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. <laughs> Dejan! Dejan! Help! I've got the chalice! Please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you. And I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I want to help. I always had good intentions. I do not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday, wherever you download podcasts, by searching for The Lucky Die. Oh, what a bank and soundtrack. It says here, the editor composes all the music for the show. Sick. How many episodes we got? Over 200. Over what? Well, we better get listening. No time to lose. Where can we find more? Awesome. Hold up. I gotta tell the patrons. 
Hey Siri. <clears throat> Text Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greta Mbillet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, NB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Callie Wolf, Brandon and Bishop Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Stoner Panda, Melissa Rain, Hensational, Butts of Plenty, The Lone Trumpeter, Normally Me, Dane Kohlhoff, Loon, and Luna, and tell them to check out The Lucky Die wherever podcasts are found. Oh, and, and also that we're super thankful for them and their support. Which one? Oh my god. Which one? Mobile, pager, other phone. Alright. Oh Jesus, she just won't ever stop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into a wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just take uh, cover. Okay. She's, she's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> she's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Viper, as you pick it up, actually, he's going to try and contest you on that, so please roll a dexterity contest. <laughs> nice. He rolls a two, so you know what? Are you? Why even roll? Could, can I anyway? Just yeah, like, go ahead. Just like for fun. Okay, so uh, that's an 18. <laughs> okay, you go to swipe it from under his foot. He tries to slap your hand away, but again, swipes at you with the missing hand, so just miscalculates, and you feel like the nub brush against you, Ew. and you like grab his heel and tip him backwards, and he falls into the snow. Ah! And as you pick up the little leather-bound journal, you see that it is actually full of different scribblings and notes. There are, like, 
some pages and like slips of stuff taken that have been like shoved into the book. Mm -hmm. But you see that most of the information contained here is various expected shipments into Brookhaven, basically. So either shipments from companies or expected like tourist caravans or merchant traveling routes, that sort of thing. Is there any way, I don't know if this would require a certain amount of like intelligence or anything, mm -hmm. but can I search for any indication that the chest was an expected shipment? Sure, roll a, I guess give me an investigation check. Okay. 14? Okay, you look through the chest and you kind of reference the stuff in the notebook and you're not seeing too much correlation, but okay. what you do see is that there's jewelry, flasks of oil, fine leather, like it's a very weird hodgepodge of things mm -hmm. that definitely don't seem like a practical combination of things to have for someone camping in the woods or even matching what like any one individual would want to carry. Like if you were an artisan or a hunter yeah. or whatever, like it's just very mismatched. Okay. So with that investigation, you gather that these were likely taken from various like disjointed sources. Okay. I turn to the group and I kind of hold up the book and it says, shipment records. Everyone roll a perception check for me. Oh boy. Nat 20. 20, not natural. Damn. 13. 13. Nine. Okay, Tyronicus and Thomas, you see the man start to very subtly back away into the woods. Ah, ba, 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 where are you? The moment you say, ah, ba, 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 he books it. He starts running. I'm going to run after him. Okay. I'm going to snap my fingers and cast pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Classic. Okay, he rolls a 14. Does that save? No, it does not. Okay, invisible pants appear around his ankles as he falls face first in the snow. Thomas, you run and very quickly catch up with him as he falls into the snow. I'll just grab him and drag him back. Ah, let me go! I ah. suggest we take him into town, we can drop him off at the medical ward, and I'm sure my father will know where to take this. What's to say that he won't just escape the medical ward? Should we take him to the courthouse? He seems stable enough. We could. I do think he will need medical attention if he's going to have any kind of valuable information for the court. Fair enough. Now, do we want to take this chest to the authorities? Hey, 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 what do you people want? Look, I'll give you, you take the chest, take it. Sir, I don't think you understand. The reason you're awake is because of temporary health. I'll be fine. I just need to rest. Can Jessica roll an investigation to see if there's like a nice bag? Sure, like a purse? Like, yeah, like a nice purse. Yeah, go for it. <gasps> wow, a 22. Okay, you find a very nice leather bag. Oh. Yay. Ooh, this is mine now. Thank you. It even has a little clutch inside of it. <gasps> oh my gosh. It's me. This is lovely. Tronica is going to walk over to him and he's going to be like, look, guy, obviously you've been stealing things for whatever reason that you need. And um, sometimes we might need to get stuff. So if you can agree to help us when we summon you, then I could convince my friends to let you go about your business. But you might want to get that hand checked. He raises an eyebrow and he's like, all right, this is my kind of man. He goes, okay, what kind of stuff are you guys in the market for? Oh, well, right now. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. No, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I would like a... A weapon. Yeah, can I look for jewelry and any pretty daggers? Sure. If anyone wants anything out of this particular all, please roll an investigation check to see what you find. That's a 19 investigation, and I'm looking for jewelry, but also more specifically 
the kind that can hold liquid inside, so like secret poison mm-hmm. containers, and also like pretty jewelry or daggers. Yeah, you uh, with a 19, you said? Mm-hmm. You managed to find a necklace that has a vial that is presently full of sand, but okay. could very easily be something else. Sweet. All right, I take it and I'll just start emptying the sand out. Okay. Barbara would like to look for any sort of weapons, maybe a coat, and maybe a hat. Okay, give me an investigation check. So I rolled a 16. Okay, you do not find any weapons, but you do find a very, like, Nick Valentine coat. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, can I, can I just, can I just take, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try it on. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Barbara starts to try it on, and she starts to feel, like, much better about it. So she's like, oh, gosh, I haven't felt this good in, yeah. like, a day, I guess. Oh, Barbara, you look fetching as hell. Look at you. Oh, my goodness. You look terrific. Well, thank you. You know, I'm just, you know, sometimes you just get lucky. You know, sometimes you get real lucky. Wow. This put me in the perfect mood. I really was not feeling up to it. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. How do we feel about this? And Monique turns around with big heart sunglasses on. <gasps> yes. I love it. 100%. Are you kidding? Absolutely. Fantastic. She says, Tyrannicus? I love it. And I turn back to him. Look, I meant more towards <laughs> the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I get you. I get you. Wait, what do you need? All right, well, one, and I look towards Jessica. Have you heard of an enduring spellbook? Enduring spellbook? I haven't, but I can ask around. Oh, so I want one of those? Look, man, I can... I can work with you and I can, he like looks at everyone else who's like digging through the stuff and just having a fun time shopping. And he leans in. He's like, okay, I can tell you're, you're a little more real than the rest of them. You two bones. He kind of elbows you. He says, I can, uh, I can see what I can do, but the higher priority, the target, if you know what I'm saying, the, the higher the chance that he'll come after me. Yeah. I mean, look. If you can get what we need, we'll help you take care of it. He holds up the, the severed, like, hand. Aww. And he says, this wasn't even a weapon shipment. Okay? This was just jewelry. If I'm going after weapons, I I, I need some guarantee of protection. He's going to be watching that shit like a hawk. What can you tell us about this bear? Is he with law enforcement or is he, like, on no, his man, own? man, he's just some fucking guy. He's been harassing all of us. And is he just defending these shipments, or is it his actual things? Where the fuck have you guys been? What? You haven't heard about Bear Man? I'm, I'm not from here. I'm sorry. No, I haven't heard about fucking Bear Man. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. I don't, I don't know how he chooses his victims or whatever. He just, if you're behaving particularly naughty that day, I guess he comes after you. Is he Santa? <laughs> hey, what kind of guarantee can we give you? Look, just let me go and I'll get the shipment. But you want any more than that? I need proof this guy's gone. Um, I'm good with what I got. I'm going to be completely honest here. I, you know, look good, feel good. Is this worth it? Is this bear attacking others, like good people, or just you? If you don't already know about the bear, you don't got to worry about him. Just get out of here. Okay. Take whatever you want. It's fine. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm inclined to say yes and move on, but is this bear going to be a problem down the road? Should we deal with it now? Yeah, look, I just uh, I, I, I just got a second chance at life here. I, I got a new coat on. I, I, I would like to wear it at least for a day. So I'm going to avoid Bear Man, which I'm sorry, hilarious. Uh, um, I say we go into town and, and we do our, own, uh, do our own little investigative work. But pleasure meeting you. 
Hope we run into you again and hope you got more goods, okay? Really fun. Yeah, he uh, he holds out his hand and then switches to his left hand. <laughs> you got, and Bob goes right in there and gives him a nice firm handshake. I appreciate the leaning. And then you see him pass out. Oh, and there you go. Okay, so time to head into town now, yeah? Yes, please. Bob starts strutting his stuff into town. Let's drop him off at the courthouse. It feels good not giving him what he wants and leaving him here. We might as well do the right thing. Just drag him into town. I think we should just leave him. Listen, we also took stuff from him, too, so it doesn't really put us any better than him. I didn't know such thing. You didn't, but we did, and majority did, so that's majority rule. Let's go. I'm bringing him with us. I'm bringing him with- this is absolute- I can't do this. I- come on. We came to a legal agreement with him. We don't take him to the hospital. We take our items. How he acquired those items does not incriminate us. I'm not taking him to any hospital. I'm taking him to the courthouse. That's what I'm saying. We can take him to the courthouse. Totally legal, totally kosher. So you took objects from him and then you're going to get him arrested? Yeah, listen, and especially if this bear man comes back and then sees his guy is gone and then happens to track down the items that we took... Uh, let's just leave him here. Can we just... It's not right. What if the bear man is still watching and he sees us in cahoots with him? You know what? You know what? You know what, Barbara? If the two assistants want to bring oh. him to the courthouse, I think we should oh. just let them. Sorry. Attorneys. <laughs> oh Attorneys. You misspoke. Oh, I have been waiting so long to say something like I that. I bet you oh, have. That felt so good. You know, oh, I could wow. see it in your eyes. Jessica, I saved your ass in the last episode. You should uh, maybe not call me an assistant over there. Wait, what? Did you say episode? What What does that mean? I'm sorry. Uh, a moments ago. Your last highly emotional episode, assistant. <laughs> Tyronicus is just going to grab Monique's hand and start walking away. Okay. Bob is going to start strutting behind Tyronicus and Monique and just take a note out of their book. I get his legs. I grab his arms. As you and Richard carry the unconscious man, some of his hair falls away from his forehead and you see there is like a brand almost. Like imagine if if there was like a metal stamp and he got punched with it Mm. and you see the image of a bare silhouette. Oh, geez. Oh, no, it's a cult. No, I mean, he just got rocked really hard. He's branded. He's not even branded. It's just imprinted from the punch. Maybe the bear has like a, a ring or something. That's kind of hot. Charlie <laughs> <laughs> just, just looks up. Sorry, I'm not there anymore. I started walking away. That's my bad. I'm not even here. Kit picks up twigs and begins walking with the rest of you as Richard and Thomas are like awkwardly shuffling, trying to carry this man. And Richard goes, you know, this really is a job for an assistant. Sometimes, uncle, the bosses have to take the lead here, you know? You're absolutely right, but we really should consider cutting their pay. I've already done it. God. We're not getting paid. Well, not anymore, you're not. I'm so happy I never worked for them. I think I honestly, I wouldn't have made it. I would have. I I hate to say this, but I would have myself. I'm going to be completely Well, honest. don't worry. With your current performance, we would have offed you first. Not talking to you. <laughs> and I would love to see you try, please. Can't even carry that man. Good Lord. I meant like fight. Oh, God. Subtle. They have no tact. That's the problem, Thomas. None. None whatsoever. Given the company you're in, I wouldn't joke about offing a Warforged. That just seems in poor taste. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we can all laugh now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
Oh, it's been it's been years. Okay. <laughs> it's felt like ages. And with that laugh, you carry on your way as the woods turn into the icy cobblestone pavement of the city of Brookhaven. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara, Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, Michael Pisani as Jessica Feltra, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh! And don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good, their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.